This is the Monate Fela podcast from your ultimate campus radio, Kofsi FM. Of the mountainside coming your way on the Monate Fela breakfast. We're joined in studio with Atien Korpo, who is a, here from Cape Town to have a young conversation, a documentary screening, a book launch. You, you've got a busy day in Bloemfontein. It's, it's a hectic day. So what uh, what brings you to our shiny suburbs of uh, the 051? Well, um, I have a guest lecture here today. And I'm launching the Roads Must Fall book, which is which I co-edited with Rose and Brian from Oxford. But it's a huge book with contributions from Burma, New Zealand, Palestine, Ghana, France, the UK. A lot of countries want roads USA, to fall. USA, Canada. It's a it's a global yeah. it's, um, network of decolonizing movements. It's it's really an, an interesting thing to see. But what's really exciting to me about uh, with this event is that I've had no sort of centralization of the ideas like I've had to go out and seek ideas from all over the place which is clearly something you did um, what does the book aspire to do does it aspire to bring all that information together into one collection or are you just taking snippets of different stories how, how does the book look well it, the book is an attempt at writing our own kind of account of the experiences that we have in universities the movements that we formulate there and it doesn't come out of nowhere it's out of a network of sister movements that were always in conversation, always moving and inspiring each other. Oxford, um, Roads Must Fall in Oxford is directly as a result of Roads Must Fall in Cape Town, Peace sure. Must Fall throughout the country. Um, Redress Harvard is directly coming out of Roads Must Fall. Right. Uh, Gan- Gan- Gandhi Must Fall in Ghana. Uh, Leopold must fall. It's in Mary's in the UK. These are movements that come that are coming out of the same kind of impetus for decolonization, but are still uh, that are in conversation with each other yeah. all of the time. Well, speaking about that impetus, it's interesting to me that now is the time that the book is coming out because, of course, the narrative continues and is going right. to continue for quite a while. What um, prompted you to say, this is the snapshot I'm taking at this moment? Is there an attempt at maybe an, or an idea for another book a couple of years down the line or is now the appropriate time to start telling the story? Well, for us, we got approached about um, writing a book and we resisted it for yeah. a while. A, because we were still in the middle of organizing, in the middle of creating this movement. And so it didn't seem that the reason for writing a book was had anything to do with the movement itself, building it up. Um, and it just was an opportunity, at least as far as we could tell, to isolate mm. particular people out of what we, a horizontal structure movement that is not quite the way that you would think about movements traditionally. There's no president, there's no executive, there's no standing leadership of individuals, right? Mm. It's a movement that we try to organize in the most egalitarian type of way that we could imagine at the time. And so we resisted having a book Mm. for over a year. And then ultimately, in the end, when um, we could see that, you know, people are becoming ambitious and careerist so we thought it was an opportunity for us to give our own account because the media was doing us dirty so we put together an editorial group of about four people but we have even at the time we had a 
at least seven, eight people who were part of getting the book together, yeah. um, soliciting contributors from all over the world. And so it wasn't really, in our imagination, it wasn't kind of like, this is the time to do it. It was just a matter of, we have to give a record and an account of our own. Sure. Because like you can already see, our movements are being appropriated mm. and... And Profit, on various and becoming different fronts. profitable for the likes yeah. of you know, Jonathan Janssen, mm. Adam Habib, people who have no business trying right. to talk about what our struggle is about, um, and who are effectively continuing the work of demonizing, mm. criminalizing students. So it's tricky because the movement isn't done right. Mm. It isn't. We might be in a in a in a in a period of quiet, at least insofar as our public appearance or our capacity to arrange and organize. Because the universities, the institutions are constantly anticipating us. They've gone ahead of us um, in the last three or so years. So it's tricky timing-wise. But if there's a need, I think students should imagine that they have the power do that kind of thing themselves and not wait for you know it's um, it's, it's it's academics it's um it's i mean it's laudable and i'm really excited to um get uh, my hands on the book what i'm worried about is that the book is written by you oxford type scholars mm -hmm. so is it an accessible book to you know average as students who don't know seven syllable words absolutely not well accessible in terms of like it's it's just written by us right. it's written about what we what we think how we conceive of decolonization what we went through mm. um but it's not accessible because even though we try to get you know uh the best the best of the evils so mm. we got z publishers to be our publisher as opposed to all the other big um Publish publishing houses, houses. Mm. Trying to get you know them to make the book accessible in terms of can I buy it? Can I buy it re at a reasonable price mm. on the African continent? It's been an uphill battle. They don't see the African continent as the market for circulating a book whose title is "Roads Must Fall." <laughs> they would much rather have like. Uh, Chicago Press in the US yeah. be a distributor and they a distributor in Europe but as far as trying to get a distributor in South Africa we've been yeah. uh, all of our appeals have been falling on deaf ears and we just keep getting showed contracts and shit so uh. it's really difficult um, I have to order books that must be shipped and then sell them yeah. you can't find them anywhere uh, unless you're capable of buying them online and right like um, but I mean in terms of the content the, yeah, no, the, the content it's written. No, the content okay. is. It's, see, the contributors aren't academics. They're, oh, I see. they're students who start these movements. I see. So, students who start Redress Harvard or Roads Must Fall in, in Cape Town or Fees Must Fall in Joburg. Yeah. There's very few academics who contribute. I think there's Loisilu Shaba, who's um, a lecturer at UCT yeah. and the only black lecturer at Oxford. But otherwise, it's student movements. They contribute. The Palestinian um, movement contributes their own experience um, 
and the language and the content is totally accessible. That's incredible. I'm looking forward to getting my hands on it if I can find it somewhere. But no, you say online. A, I have a few. Awesome. And you'll be launching them um, here at the book launch. Uh, coupled with that book launch is your guest lecture yeah. where you'll be speaking on... Well, I'm addressing a couple of things. Yeah. Um, so this question of yeah. um, who writes and how do they write and where do they write from um, student journalism and its obligations, its engagements with movements such as Roads Must Fall, Fees Must Fall. But I'm also talking about how we conceive of decolonizing institutions like the university, why they matter. And the various obstacles and structural boundaries that we have to face and contend with when we become university students um, in a context like this, because we're ordinary kids from mm. dusty streets in King Williamstown or some obscure place in the middle of the free state mm. of the Eastern Cape, but we get launched into these sites and we get thought about in a particular way, framed as the elite, the very few who are cap- who you know get in, who should mm. be grateful, and we suffer imposter syndromes in our own country, on our own land. And writing is, is kind of a place that we've been expelled, excluded from, externalized from, um, and we're supposed to leave the teaching of our experiences, the recording of our history to other people who are so-called journalists or historians or vice chancellors and it's total bullshit can i say things like that not really but it's okay we'll we'll, we'll pretend that they got leaked out okay. <laughs> Thanks, Adi. My uh, bad. no it's no it's it's fine <laughs> one last thing Adi. i just want to find out from you about the documentary uh, that's going to be airing so um i myself yeah. will leave the question of the documentary <laughs> to, to the screening i think I think people must come through and see mm. it. I mean, we all know that moment, mm. right? Shimla Park. Mm. And we are all carrying the trauma of what happened there. We we need some space to air some shit out. And I think people must come through and 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 experience that. Right. All right. Ati, um, you'll be uh, rocking out at uh, 3 o'clock at the EBW Auditorium. 3-6 EMS, also called EBW, yeah. Uh, okay. EMS, uh, EBW is Afrikaans for EMS. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Uh, so we just like to sensitize that. Thanks so much. Tiamo, um, thank you so much uh, for bringing Ati through to not only the Monate Fella Breakfast, but also to the University of the Free State. Looks like it's going to be, and sounds like it's going to be, an impressive uh, discussion as well as book launch. So thank you so much for coming to Bloemfontein. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you to Tsiamo yeah. and the student newspaper. Thank mm. you to everybody who's already been showing me mm. warm welcomes. I'm so glad to be in Bloemfontein. It's good to see you again. I think Kobu coming to join us here on the Ultimate Campus Radio, and I mispronounced that. I apologize. Nkopu. Nkopu. Ah. Nkopu. Say my name. I'm kidding. Nkopu. 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 No. No click. No. Nkopu. Oh, Nkopu. <laughs> I'm out. I apologize. I want to learn. Nkopo. N-K. Nkopo. 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 There you go. What? I'll get the Nkopo. Nkopo. Yes. Nkopo. We do this on the show all the time where I mispronounce the word. I still can't get Iwoki Afara. Iwoki Afara. Wow. But I'm learning. I'm learning. Thanks so much. I see you at 3 o'clock in the EBW Auditorium. Yeah, man. Check my people. This is my hit music station. 
Coffee FM. We've got the wave. 